0: I'm Sam Aiko, and you're experiencing The Organic Matrix, the show that captures eternal wisdom of real human experiences to benefit the generations to come. On today's episode, we will be continuing our conversation with Pauldo Musa. If you're here for the first time, let me tell you a little bit about Pauldo. Pauldo is from Waterloo, Iowa. At age 19, he was an honor grad, and he was number one in his class at USMC Combat Training. At 20, he became a rugby coach. Four years later, he was selected to play for Iowa Rugby Union Traveling Team. His college team was ranked number two in the nation for D2 Rugby, and it didn't stop there. Pauldo also became an ordained minister. He is an alumnus of Iowa Central College. During our conversation, Paldo told me about the origin of rugby and how Iowa Central took multiple national titles how his experience with rugby and the Marines influenced his ideologies. So did you learn a lot of those ideologies about like pulling your own weight in sports and the Marines combined? Or like, did you learn a lot of principles in the Marines that translate to who you are today?
1: I would say it all it all it all changed over time so when i got when i got to school my school years like my school years lined up with the years of uh, the 21st century so i was 2001 first grade so when i graduated high school 2013 i went to the marine corps and you know i have a i had a certain mindset i was in rotc in high school so i was already in the mindset that one do some. To better myself, but I play sports. There's a lot of things I wasn't into. But as a child, we have a, we have our own vision, we have our own dreams. But really, our our leaders, people that are supposed to guide us, the people that take care of us, is, is somehow is steering steering the way for where our dreams go to. So, after, so when I went to the Marine Corps, it was just me trying to figure out who I wanted to be in life, and I'll, at first time, at first glance, I have one mindset because I had the military mindset, and I was a, I was a minority in um, America, so I have those two mindsets to think about. Then I get out, I'm just, uh, then I get out. And now I'm becoming an adult because I didn't do any adulting. <laughs> My adulting was going straight to the military. It's like, hey, I'm old enough. Let's go do it. I don't have no adult experience, but this is going to be the first one. Then I get out, get jobs, then my viewpoint changed when it comes to like maybe relationships, how I view people in the community, how people how interacting with people and how just like the civilian people just are as in general. Um I would say my viewpoint and my ideological change over time as different things progress through time because you wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I I wouldn't say there In like, that I would say maybe when we was like ninety-four, there might not have been like a lot of movements for uh the LGBT community or like for trans people. So like that might not have been like something that was like at the top of your ideological. logical for like you yes, you think people you should always think people are human or the beings that we are consciousness, the light, the the vibration that that we are on the plane of existence that we live in or whatever time spectrum that you are present in at the moment. Um we what it just grew over time to where I started doing tattoos, started doing stuff like that, playing rugby. I'm learning how to be a more of a leader and then I'm more interacting with kids and how to be more of a, a communal person. Then about I'd say two years into my um two years into my tattooing is when I first started doing psychedelics. Then that's where like that realm of higher consciousness started coming in. So now like I was more awoken, awoken to not just like myself in this present linear linear um, time that we are perceiving at the moment, but I look past that. And then that just gave me more respect the spectrum than thinking of like, all right, we're all each other, we're one. Actually, I had, I had a quote um, it's from one of my, it's a quote from one of my favorite video games, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, there's a scene where you're supposed to, you're supposed to help the lady at the church and the whole time, he's, um, he's just talking about how he's a bad guy and he's he does bad things because he's an outlaw and everything. But every time he, every time they run into each other, he's always doing something good for people or doing something nice for her. So it's like, oh, are you sure you're a devil? Because every time I see you, you acting like an angel to me. So, the quote was, uh, uh people's heart, um, a person's heart, is rarely pure. Also. Person's heart is rarely impure, so it's just it's one of those things where it goes back. It'll, it'll go back and forth with you. You can, you you, and also you like you'll you'll always be the bad guy to somebody else's play. So you can you you just always treat people with the respect they do and oh whether whether it's the time and experience they have. There's some things you just don't say to kids because maybe maybe the the knowing of that is not time for them to know that or experience that. You gotta let kids dream. You gotta let them imagine and build a new world for us, or we're still gonna be stuck in the same rut that we are in now. So if you don't let the dreams flourish, we won't have skills to uh, run through. Like, um,
0: I love that. That's so true. Like, I never. I think that's such a beautiful way you said it. Like we have to let kids imagine so that they can create the future. Otherwise, we're not going to change. And that's like, you look at Elon Musk right now. Like this,
1: this big child, man. It's like, oh, I got, I got, I got, I got high revenue, and and I'm make. First of all, I'm making a difference. So like, you, it's not the 1950s. You can't just whack me because I, <laughs> I'm making something new that's that actually benefits the. Benefit the world, also benefit the planet too. I mean, it's you, it, you know, technically, technically is 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 that's still like the 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 angel and the devil because it's like, yeah, you're giving people electric cars, you're trying to help all of this, but you also got to think the materials that go into making that that still comes from the earth. You still are uh, there's still things out there that's causing the problem with the herb to get the materials for you to make to cure the herb. So it's still, it's still an angel and a devil, but I appreciate the effort, doing better than most people would. It be.
0: Disclaimer. The Organic Matrix is a platform intended to give a voice to people of all walks of life. This podcast is not intended to be used for influence or to be used as medical advice. And uh, like, imagine in, in another universe, like Elon Musk is Tesla reincarnated, and that's <laughs> he's like, Y'all took me out once, not again. I got Android fees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. With with the way he going, he probably has his he probably had he probably already working on his own time machine, not telling anybody, or some quantum physics stuff. And he's talking to all his selves in different dimensions. Like, hey, yeah, that the guy from the uh, that you're supposed to have an appointment with next week, he's kinda of thinking of like, um Flipping on you and uh, you might die. You're like, oh, work. All right, I'll keep that in mind. All right, cancel appointment three
0: o'clock. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh, like I had an acid trip in college. Like I, I so I took a break from acid because at one point, like I broke through where like just a little bit of it sent me outside of my body. Like now I can't really take. Well, I can, but I don't take hallucinogens anymore because I go into this mirror dimension where like. I look like, you know, like those little electric sparks and and, like you can see sometimes like, like I when I was tripping, I like looked into that one particle and I looked inside of it and I saw that all those little sparks were different mirrors of ourselves. And like I started looking into the windows and seeing all the different Sams and different realities. And we all became conscious of each other at the same time in this trip. And it was like so hard to get myself back in this body, like into this one singular reality. Like, so when you mentioned that, I had like a flashback of that trip. And I'm like, damn, because it's like, it is possible to reach that level of awareness. Because like as humans being like uh, problem solving creatures and pattern, pattern addicts, like all we need to do is fathom a different variable of our lives being different and how it would impact our personality because we know ourselves, like, and it, yeah, if that kind of stuff.
1: Really, about, yeah.
0: It, it's just, that's where the movies come from. Cause if you think about it, like when people make a story or like write a book like Harry Potter, they literally seeing like this, a person, they have a birthday, they have a zodiac sign, they have a favorite food, each character has a history. Like to think of like someone to dream up a reality like that, like and, and what I what I feel is like there's no way that's just made up, like that has to exist somewhere, and like now it does, it exists inside of our imagination. But I feel like we peer into windows.
1: I mean, is it imagination or is it just is? Are we peering into imagination or is imagination peering out of us? Because we, yeah, this is, like, I can't, like, let's, 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 there's a mirror. Like, you all, every time you see yourself, it's probably flipped. Like, you look at the screen right now, and and your face is flipped. So, like, you never, you never see your face, unless it's like a picture. Even then, it still might seem flipped to you. Like, your, your perception of yourself doesn't seem right, because you never see your face as you look through it. Yeah. I would say when I first did my trip, I I, I use actual mirrors. So like getting to that point of elevation, um, I got I got the guy that was doing it with me, my little guy at the time. He uh, he gave he he gave me at the time I was playing actually uh I was playing two NBA two K twenty or something. And one of the things when you get promoted, it like slings you out. And like it show you a person and everything. And like when I seen it, like he'll he put all the mirrors around me and I looked in a whole circle to see like like myself entirely. He came back at a good time and like he he did something where I saw I saw myself gain the experience points and level up. Like it was like, oh, this is what level leveling up is like. I just prestige. This is awesome. That's what prestigement looks like. This is, yeah, I'm glad, this is, this is great. This is a, this is a, cause I it's hard to, uh, it's hard to think about, especially when some Eastern cultures, like you think of like reincarnation and you're like, yeah, you get reincarnated. Every, we can all think of that. Like, yeah, we get reincarnated, but then it's like, but why can't I remember what, that, what I did then? But on this plane, if I even see myself, I just see a bunch of people that look like me. Well, somewhat look like me. We're all well, the same face, same color. We might have different tattoos, different hairstyles, stuff like that. But it's the same same character instead of like all the different characters you lived in the past life. Where is that gallery? I'm trying to get to that gallery. I'm trying to get those trade attributes that I have in the past life that I can transfer it to a next generation. Like Assassin's Creed it's one of my favorite games actually
0: that i think that stuff is like so true like cuz in in my spirituality like there's this thing called the ascension flu and it's like the idea is like being able to control your environment so that you can activate the best expression of your epigenetics and that when those when your epigenetics activate you feel like you have a little flu like a little cold because your body's going through these changes it's remembering your past forms picking the best form you had in the past from your ancestors from your grandparents and your mom and then who birthed them like and um scientists also like found out that we have memories from our ancestors in our dna like we inherit certain traumas because it's survival right like you said policy is based off of the fear and life life that's why i I named this podcast the organic matrix now that's i'm really glad that you brought this up because we're organic beings living in this matrix we called life that we designed. We made all of the policies. We made the concept of currency. Like, and we also beat the jungle. We live in houses with central air conditioner.
1: Like. <laughs> it, it, it's my, my favorite thing is like, I play I play, D, I play D&D too. So like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not just athlete. I'm like a nerd. I'm like, I don't know what I am, but like I play, I play some board games and imagination games, and I'm like, man, D and D sounds a lot about like what God would be if he was tripping. It's like that's my comparison to uh, most times when people ask me about uh, how does it feel when you're tripping or when you're doing mushrooms, when you're doing DMT or where you're doing ayahuasca. I'm like, well, depending on which one you are doing. I was like, maybe, maybe the top, maybe top three. You do, you do mushrooms, acid, DMT. I'd be like, all right, cool, mushroom, mushrooms. It's more like a visual thing. You can still feel it, but you it, unless you take a lot, it won't be too too aggressive on you. And it's like it's like going to a, a art gallery. You get to go look around. You get to see everything, but you can't really touch anything. Like it doesn't. The physical attributes don't. Like you feel it in your body, but like. What it feels in your hand will be different. Like you'll, you can pick up the glass. It'll still feel like a regular glass. Like it might shift in your eyes and all, but like the glass will still look and feel the same. But if you was on acid, yeah, like you'll feel texture. You feel the little things. You'll, you'll be so. It'll be hyper focused in like you have. Like, you have, micro, like, micro lenses on your eyes, and you're just like, well, I need to go focus in a little bit more. And bring <laughs> Yeah, that's really made with that many balls, God, this yeah. isn't black. I thought this was purple.
0: That's so true, yes. I told my, I told my boyfriend that, I'm like, when, I'm like, mushrooms is cool, but on acid, I just like to stare at shit really close, like. <laughs>
1: you know, like, you get, like, you go into the details, you see, you'll see the faces, you'll see, You'll see the life inside. It's funny because if you really, if like, you'll think about it. Most, I tell people because they feel like they'll have a bad trip. i would be like, you're not going to have a bad trip. There's no such thing as a bad trip. They're like, what do you mean there's no such thing as a bad trip? There's no such thing as a bad trip because you're afraid because you're nervous and you're nervous because it's not something you experienced or you went through before so you don't understand so bad trips are just misunderstood trips. It's like it's not a bad trip. You just don't understand what's going on in front of you. Like if you did it, if you do, did it before and you did the same thing again, you wouldn't trip. You're like, oh no, this is like I know how to do this. Like people that be like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do this while you're tripping, you shouldn't do that while you trip and not look in mirrors or do this. Like then when you do when you do trip and you trip a couple of times, and the first time you do look in the mirror, it's like, Whoa, then you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. Then you do it more times. It's like, yeah, you just didn't understand the first time. That's why I felt a little bad, it felt a little bit strange on you. It's like going on this, once again, it's like going on that date. It's like, I don't know about this one. You're like, uh, check
0: <laughs> Yeah. I I agree with that and um and I, I think that also ties into like how it's just so, so strange like our superpower as being human is that we have really passionate feelings but that means we're alive but we but we're so it's just so strange to me how foreign we can be to our own nature like for a long time I would like run away from my feelings right so like I could see how someone who's trying to avoid something that's surfacing in their life say they had a bad trip because every single time I have a trip there's always one period where I cry and I'm releasing I re it's like I'm releasing a narrative that I didn't know I'm releasing a narrative that held me down reliving a pattern that I didn't feel fulfilled in and I'm gonna cry letting it go because it's like it's like something's just ascending away from me and well
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, oh, you do. I, I mean, that's that's another thing with with doing hallucinogenic drugs. You you spirit you experience death. Well, the sense of death, how people say, like the the dark light, the coldness is like. I I would say, I experience all the time. Cause I feel like my body is cold all the time. In the in the summertime, I can feel coldness inside my body, and obviously, you feel coldness in, coldness in the time. So like I, sometimes I think I'm just cold was oh, it cold blood or warm blood Mm-mm. whatever um, reptiles are I feel like a reptile
0: cold blood yeah
1: then um, well mm, lost train of thought oh that thought's going with the wind <laughs> I lost my train of thought
0: that's oh, all good oh, we were talking earlier about like um death and like, I just, I just had my sister. Oh, did you get your thought back?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. So especially like in that, in that third one I was talking about, um, the psychedelic DMT, DMT is like, is a chemical that's releasing our brain when we die. So taking DMT, you experience death and the cycle of it and how, how the, how the beginning is the start and the, and the start is the end. And um when you get to the end, like you see you get to see like everything that happened in between. And that's that's the most great part about it. Like you get to experience the whole the whole book in your own. And it's many in five minutes. And somehow in five minutes, you get experience a lifetime of of memories of what you've done or or, or depending on how well your skills are, you know, you can venture out and maybe see people that have passed over before. Meet, I mean, if you want to meet grandparents or figures, ghostly figures, depending on how, how your religion or how your perspective is set up, there's different ways you could do it. Um, but like that deaf experience, that, that's what keeps me, go- that, that actually, that's, that's what keeps me going right now because I tell people, people, uh, I've went to the bar like a couple of times since I just moved to another a small town, and they drink a lot around here. Like we at the bar, and they, I've, they've been drinking since I got there. I haven't drinking anything, but I mean, I drank before I got there. But I'm more sober than them. Been drinking water. I'm hydrated myself, and I have just got all the energy in the world. They like, I want, like, man, how do you get all this energy? I'm like, bro, it's easy. You know the circle, right? You you born. You live, you die, right? Cool. If you know you're born, you know you're, you know you're going to die. That's Those are the only options you've got. you got the guy you might have to, might be able to be able to choose your death. That'd be great, too. But you know you're going to die. So what do you get to do in between? Everything you want to do. Anything you can imagine. And the best thing about it, you can do it if you're young enough to imagine.
0: If you're brave enough, too. That's what I see a lot, like... In the city, it's like a lot of people, I feel like um, they want to explore. Like a lot of people are born here. They stay here. Like, I know there's a lot of people who want to live. But for Um, some reason in the city, life is lived so fast. Everyone lives for tomorrow. Like they work every day. They're the best workers. But then they're like, oh, when I retire, you know, that's when I'm going to. Oh,
1: when. You (laughs) retire. Yeah. you don't get to retirement. Anything (laughs) can happen tomorrow.
0: Yep. And that's. That's what happened to my mom. Like, my mom worked so hard. Like, she she okay, so like this my what happened to my mom was like really changed the way I live my life and really got me to take responsibility for how I want to experience this lifetime. My mom passed away like two years ago from COVID. And like before that, our, her oh, friend Gloria, thank you. She had a friend Gloria, she just retired. They both had the same job, they're COs. And she just retired. My mom's like, "Oh my gosh, that's you're the future that I want to see." I'm about to retire too. Woo! She goes to travels. She goes outside the country. She eats bad food. She gets mad cow disease. Her my mom's friend, like the most rarest thing, ever. And then she passes away. It's and it was crazy. Is my mom inherited the a car from her, and now that's my car. And so I'm like looking at this car and my mom's driving in it before she passed away. She's like, Sam, I'm afraid that I've been waiting till retirement to live my life the way I want to. But I don't think I'm going to make it there. And I'm like, stop saying that. And then boom, ne- the next few months she gets COVID, she passes away. And that made me wake up. I was like, "What? like what you said, there's life and there's death. And there's no reason to spend That life in between doing something that's not a higher calling, you know, like we should be doing something that makes us happy. Like happiness is not an expense. Happiness is not something someone should feel guilty for. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Like now, it's like I don't care if I only make it two hundred dollars a month, but at least I'm doing something I love because I've seen my parents spend sixty, fifty years doing something to sacrifice, but like with no guaranteed fruits.
1: Like, I mean, I definitely feel that, and with the perspective of being like in you know, a higher mind, like I, I've seen, I see when it, when it comes to like you watch maybe a motivational speaker or somebody that you like they'll give you advice on how how to be the best that you could be and everything and they also tell you like this hardship they went through and it's like that 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 heart that hardship it's a it's the i would say it's most a determined factor and it's a shame that right now it like i wouldn't say the universe but like us as people for our policies. That that's what sucked away the joy that like, yes, we we built so much stuff, technology is grown, there's a lot of infrastructure. But we, we are a slave to our own, our own wage. So it's like, alright, cool. You don't want to be homeless. Some people, you know, they'll they'll be happy to go live out in the woods, things like that. But also, the government has some problem about to not paying taxes or not, not living, not, not contributing to society. It's like, Oh, you, you live off of, you live off of nature. and yeah, You go fishing, can't go fishing without a license. You can't do this without a license. Uh, you killed that deer. Uh, I'm gonna have to take you in, you didn't have a license to do it. And then like you gotta pay, you always gotta pay money. But the thing is though, no, you gotta work for it. You waste all your time at all these places, then you just lose your dream. And that's, that's, that's the thing I I try to tell all all the young people that I meet. like, yes, the the structure that you live in, like, go make that money, go work for this, go work for the company, get as much out of that company, you can save the money. If you got if you're in a place where like you may get rent, get free room and board or something where you can benefit and save the money, one. Whoever's whoever's doing that for you, you should at least slide in some money because you know not a lot of people would do that for you. No, it's just you give blessings where blessings are due. Um, but just save that money, and once you get to like twenty five, twenty six, or something, get into that old age, and it's like, all right, cool, I might have a little money, but it's like uh, now I can work on my own dream. So you just saved up the money to invest in your own dreams, but the whole time as you was working for these corporations, you might build the skills you need. Like you might want to be a, you might want to own a business. I want to be a CEO, be a manager like, there's a, there's some people that they want to be that, so they go work for another company and that's just living, that's living out your dream too. You can also do that. There's nothing wrong with that, but if you want to be an entrepreneur and own your own own business and be it, like start starting well whatever age you are listeners, whatever age you are, start now. just start now. whatever you're doing. whatever your dream, whatever your dream was when you was a kid, you should go think about it. Go take some time to yourself. think about your dreams as a kid. understand like maybe you was like, oh I want to be an astronaut. I want to be the president. you know there's a lot of dreams you have but <clears throat> what dream what dreams that you have that's still attainable now that you can still pursue and that you would love to do? May, whether it be like traveling somewhere, climbing a certain mountain, like just making a certain event for someone, or just, you know, just being the best person you could be.:
0: Being the best version of ourselves is a moment-to-moment kind of thing. Being the best we can happens one step at a time. Here's a question I want to give to you. This is a question that has always been a good tool for me during tough times. What is the next best right thing that we can do? See you next week where we will continue our conversation with Paulo. See you on the next download.